Welcome back to another episode of Becoming Godfident. Okay, today our topic is walking in God's armor. All right, so like like usual, I'm going to go verse by verse, but I'm going to just briefly discuss with you what the armor is and what it's not. Okay, but right now, just really fast, I'm just going to pray and I'm just going to start everything off. Okay, so Heavenly Father, I thank you for your presence right now. Lord, we ask for and we receive the abundance of wisdom and the grace to be able to understand your word and to be able to apply it to our lives. We thank you, Father God, for the amazing armor that you have set up for us to be able to walk in as well. Thank you, Lord, that this armor is not heavy, but it is light, and we can walk fully and confidently in your word. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father God. Amen. All right, guys. So this is what the armor is okay the armor is not used for fighting okay the armor is used to stand firm in who you are all right in the character and in the spiritual attributes of who god is all right so exodus 14 14 says the lord will fight for you you only only need to be still now this word still doesn't just mean you do nothing it means that you need to stand firm Standing firm takes just as much effort as not standing firm, right? Uh, sorry, just as much as fighting, right? So standing firm, I believe, takes way more effort, right? And so how do we actually do this? How do we be still and how do we actually stand firm? So first off, we don't worry. That's not, that's not what we do. We are sons of God. We are bold. We are courageous right and so we don't worry but instead we acknowledge god in all things right in all such circumstances and all situations and so we rely upon his direction okay and his leading and then we use the word of god okay so we need to have a discerning heart discerning ear hearing the lord what he's saying to do in every single circumstance and then we if we can't hear him specifically through the spirit on a certain matter we go to the word of god because the word of god is eternal and so whatever god has already spoken it still applies right and so if there's a certain verse that applies to your situation take that and apply it okay so uh so what is our part in fighting then right if we're not meant to fight per se but instead just to stand firm in the armor of god what is our part in fighting our fight is actually to fight the good fight of faith right and so in 1 timothy 6 12 it says we need to hold on to the eternal life of which we were called to okay the eternal life in john john 17 3 it says now this is eternal life to know the one and only father of our lord jesus christ so that's eternal life there's no point in living forever if we don't get to know the creator of forever hopefully you catch my drift and so we need to know what he says what the father says and what his word is right and so because god is god he's not a man that he could lie or go back on his word his word is forever final final it is finality okay so here's a, a little key that i use all right okay before i give you that key all right so really quickly you notice that there's the sword of the spirit in, in the armor of god okay and the sword of the spirit is the word of god okay it's, it's the entirety of the word of god but it's also the ever proceeding word of god as well his voice right because we live by 
that bread as a, as well. Right? We live by the ever proceeding word, and whatever we whatever circumstance we're going through, we also use that to combat our circumstances as well. Okay, and so the word of God is actually used to proclaim the victories that God has already won for you in Christ. So it's not something that you still need to attain, right? But it's for you to come to the revelation and the knowledge of the fact that you have already attained it. And as you uh, start to become more aware of that, that's when the manifestation of that reality becomes your life, okay? So that is why it says to study, to show yourself approved in the Word of God, because you are already approved by God. And, and everything that He has desired for you is to bless you abundantly. Uh, he, uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans and the thoughts that I have for you, plans to prosper you, to give you a hope and a future. That means he's already approved of you, of everything that you want to achieve in this life, right? But you need him to come alongside you to get it done. And to get him alongside of you is to come into agreement with his will. Okay? All right, so let me give you this key, okay? So... Everybody has their angels, all right? It's very clear that um, even Peter had an angel, right, go in his place to deliver a message on his behalf. And he obviously looked like Peter, right, because um, the, the, the little girl who thought it was Peter at the door, uh, the, the person responding to her said, oh, it must be Peter's angel. And this girl is recognizing this angel as Peter. So we know that our angels may actually look like us as well. All right, and so now the angels that God has given us, the ministering spirits and the angels, are, are meant to fight for us. Right, the word of God says, Are not all ministers, are not all angels ministering spirits sent to serve those who will inherit salvation? All right, and so we, we need to come to the realization that, uh, in a kingdom, a, a citizen doesn't fight, right, but the soldiers of the kingdom fight instead for the citizens. So what is the citizen's part? The citizen's part is just to command the angels. Depending on their understanding and level of authority of who they are, we are meant to command them. For example, we have the police. We are meant to be in charge of the police. The police are not meant to be pushing us around like in certain places that's happening. I won't say too much there. But that's literally how it's meant to be. They are meant to serve us, right? And so the angels are the soldiers of the kingdom of heaven to fight on our behalf, okay? We just need to learn how to um, to command them, all right? So we also know that even Jesus doesn't come and fight. And when he comes riding on the on the white horse, it's, he comes with a legion of angels, angels upon angels upon angels, and he tells the angels, go out and fight in the angels' war instead, okay? And so and we are sons of God made in his image, and that's why we have such authority as well. Alrighty, so I'm going to go verse by verse really fast through the armor of God. Okay, I'm going to try and keep it short. And uh, I'm just going to show you what each part actually means. Okay, now, even though this is spiritual matters, it can manifest in the natural as we come to the realization of what this is in the spirit. Okay, so real quick, verse, so I'm going to read verse 10. Uh, so Ephesians 6, verse 10 to verse 20. Okay. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. How do you be strong? In the Lord. You cannot be strong without being in the Lord and in his mighty power. 
Put on the full armor of God so that you can take a stand against the devil's schemes. Not fight against the devil. Notice, it doesn't say fight against the devil. It says take a stand against it. Right? So that means you need to stand firm. Okay, you need to defend against it. Know who you are so you can stop him. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So, of course, we don't go around Bible bashing people, okay, just because their doctrines are wrong or whatever. Just because uh, you are right about something doesn't make you righteous, right? What makes you righteous is to love, all right? And so, until the body comes into unity, then the Lord will come back, right? The Lord wants a church who is flawless and who is united. And so we need to realize that it's not about doctrine. Whether you're right or wrong, it doesn't matter. Do you have Jesus? That's enough, okay? You got Jesus and you're walking in love. That's that's the goal. That is the goal, right? So doctrine comes after that, okay? Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, then it says, goes into the verse, okay? But notice why it says, there is an evil day, okay? God wants you to have good days, okay? It says uh, in Psalms that the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear the Lord. And that if you desire to see good days, that you should keep your mouth from wickedness and lies, right? And so there is an evil day though, right? And as you can see what's going on in the world right now, we have stepped into a period or a day where evil must play out for God to expose it and then to destroy the works of the enemy, okay? And just so you understand what's literally going on right now, this is all a dress rehearsal, literally, for what's going to come, okay? So you need to prepare, get really deep into the word of God, and know who you are because you need to be operating as a mature son of God. And so we have, God said to me, six years until the sons of God manifest. We've got six years until we need to be fully prepared. And I believe before the decade is over, the church has to be the forefront governing body on the earth, okay, to expand the kingdom of heaven. Otherwise, the Antichrist is going to overpower everyone. Okay. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. So what are you doing? You're taking the word of God, right, which is truth. You also have the spirit of truth, which is the Holy Spirit, and you have Jesus, who is the truth, right? And so we are guarding ourselves with uh, the belt of truth buckled around our waist. With the breastplate of righteousness in place. What is righteousness, guys? Righteousness is not just being right with God. It is walking in the character, in the likeness, and then being right with God because you're walking in the character and the likeness of God, right? You're walking in the attitude, the behavior of God as he, as he is. So are we in this world? And then it says, and, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, okay? So in the old days, the knights used to have shards and spikes into uh, underneath their feet, right? And it used to go deep into the ground so that if they were to get pushed over, they wouldn't get pushed over. And so this is the same thing here, that we need to be ready for any onslaught of the enemy so that we are firm, established in peace. And so the word of God keeps us in peace, sure, but Jesus is the prince of peace, right? If we abide in him under the shadow of the Most High, right, in the shelter of the Most High, 
he will protect us completely and secure us in his peace. The word says that his peace will that surpasses all understanding will protect us and guard our hearts and our minds. Right? So in addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith. All right. So which we can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. All right. So if the evil one is going to come at us with flaming arrows, whether that be words or actual attacks, physical attacks, whatever it is, our own faith established in the Lord is going to protect us. So what is faith? How do we get more faith? The way that we get more faith is by getting more evidence. Right? And so what I mean by that is faith is, in Hebrews 11.1, 1, it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. What that is, is the tangible reality of something that you want, right? But you need the evidence uh, to say that it's actually yours. And the evidence is actually the word of God to say that you have the spiritual blessings, right? And so uh, if you the more that you have, the more faith that you can get as well, right? Because you have more verses to establish yourself in that reality. And the more evidence you have, the more real the manifestation of what you want actually comes. So that's why it's so crucial to study up on the word and to gather all the verses that apply to every single part of your life. Okay. So the next one we got, take the helmet of salvation, right? The helmet of salvation is about your mindset. Keep your mind on the fact that the Lord has saved you, of course, right? But that he is able to save you in every single part and every area of your life. Right? Salvation is not just for salvation to go to heaven. Salvation is for you now on the earth for whatever circumstances you go through, whether that's finance, whether that's health, or whatever it is, relationships, etc. Okay, the helmet of salvation is also to have the mind of Christ, right? Having the mind of Christ allows you to stay fixed what his plans and purposes are for you. It's, the word says to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. So, the thoughts are in your mind, right? And we know that the voice of the enemy can also come as thoughts. So you need the helmet of salvation to protect your thoughts for that as well. Okay, so I'll just move on from that one. The next one we have is the sword of the spirit, okay? The word of God. The word of God is sharper than a double-edged sword, right? Dividing the, the soul and the spirit, joints and marrow, and even the thoughts and intentions of the heart right so if you are established with the word of god you have something to discern the voice of the enemy and god's voice you're able to discern people's attitudes and your and uh whatever they're actually saying in their heart notice there's a verse that says that jesus says why do you reason in your in your hearts he says that to the pharisees the only way that he was able to have cardiognosis there to have discernment was because he was fixed in the word able to discern what was from God and what was just from the carnal nature of man, all right? And so really, really crucial that we dive into the word and use it as a double-edged sword to discern good from evil and life and death, okay? So that's the sixth part, okay? But now there's a seventh. There are not many people know this, all right? But the seventh uh, part of the armor is to pray in the spirit, okay? And it says, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints so this is your seventh piece of the armor all right is to pray in the spirit and the reason why we pray in the spirit as well is because we need to knit all of the word of god together and 
to combine it without fails. I believe that it, this is at least 50% of the whole armor of God. Okay, this is the main part. If you miss this part out, that means that you're not drawing out of the spiritual realm to cause something to manifest in the natural realm. And so to be to just to know the word is not enough. You must worship in spirit and in truth to offer your body as a living sacrifice, right? But you cannot do that without tapping into the spirit because you cannot worship God unless you're in the spirit because God is a spirit as well. If you want to hug from God, you can't do it naturally at the moment. You have to do it in the spirit, right? And then eventually he will actually manifest to you and give you a hug unless you're a special case where that's happened to you, okay? All right, so verse 19. So we're almost done. Pray also for me that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. Okay, so just really fast, pray, um, just the thing before, praying in tongues also pray, uh, gives you the ability to pray for things unknown, right, that you do not, that you're not aware of, but for others as well, going through circumstances, all right? And so now Paul is saying, yeah, pray also for me, right? For whenever he's uh, got the chance to preach the gospel, that he's given the words by the Holy Spirit and to do it boldly, this is not just for him. This is also for you. This is for us. So our prayer should be, Lord, give us the words, or Holy Spirit, give us the words to be able to articulate whatever you need us to say specifically for the person in front of us so that we can love them and give them everything that they need to be able to gain salvation in whatever area of life that they need it or actual salvation to know Christ. Okay? So that is the end of today's lesson okay guys so really quickly guys um i'm, ju I'm just gonna pray the full armor of god over you okay make sure you check out some of the new things on my website all right kirshenjoseph.com and also um uh, if you're looking to go deeper with us okay we have heaven's digital academy as well okay so i'm going to play real fast okay heavenly father thank you so much for allowing us to walk in your armor that you have to allowing us to walk in your character in your ability, your supernatural love, in everything that you are. Thank you that we are, as sons of God, here to represent you, and we are here to display your love to the face of the earth, to everybody. Thank you for choosing us to be able to do this as well. So right now, Lord, we take the helmet of salvation, we put it on ourselves. Thank you for guarding our thoughts. We thank you for the breastplate of righteousness. Thank you for allowing us to walk in your righteousness. Thank you for the belt of truth, guarding us, keeping us firm and established in the truth, knowing you completely. You are the truth, Lord. And thank you for the shoes of peace, establishing us firmly in your word, knowing that we are peaceful. It can be peaceful in all circumstances, no matter what happens. Your peace that surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and our minds. We thank you also for the shield of faith, Thank you that nothing can by any means harm us. And thank you that no weapon formed against us shall ever prosper. And Lord, we take up the sword of the Spirit right now. And Lord, we proclaim your word. We declare that it is powerful and it is active and it, and it goes out and it accomplishes what it was created to do. And it's intended purpose and it shall not return void. 
Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, we ask you to help us to pray in the Spirit on all occasions in your mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Holy Spirit, fill in everything that we are unable to do in English as we pray in tongues. Okay, I'm just going to pray in tongues for a couple of seconds, guys. If you can pray in tongues as well, please do. Father God, I just thank you for headaches being healed right now. I thank you for eyes being healed. I thank you for blurriness going away. I thank you for clarity in people's minds and understanding in their hearts. I thank you for discernment in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for so much of wisdom falling upon your people right now. I pray that the spirit of wisdom will come alongside of them to teach them and direct them in all of their ways and the spirit of counsel as well. Thank you, Jesus. In your mighty name, God, I give you all the honor and glory. Amen. Thank you, guys. I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day. God bless you tons. Take care.